It's hammer time. The National Transportation Safety Board wants to limit how fast new cars can go. So the NTSB has recommended all new automobiles come equipped with technology meant to make speeding difficult or impossible. This is the sort of crass nanny statism that the American people intuitively abhor with every fiber of their being. Now, obviously, I, I am not an anarcho-capitalist or, or a libertarian ideologue. There obviously is such thing as prudent regulation when it comes to, to driving automobiles. I believe in such thing as speed limits. Not every road should be the German Autobahn or anything like that there. But the notion that new cars have a built-in speed limit on them? I mean, I'm sorry. There actually is something quintessentially American. This is not just nostalgia. This really is kind of a thing in our DNA. There is something quintessentially American about just being on a wide-open country road, whether you're in a sports car, pickup truck, or whatever, and just gunning it. This is not the kind of thing that the American people, I don't think, if I have any connection remaining with the American people, I don't think that they're going to go for this. This is a very, very bad idea. At what point also would you just ditch this half measure and just do the full robotic automatic car thing in the first place, the whole self-driving car phenomenon? That's probably what the NTSB is going for here. They're probably trying to habituate the American people towards ultimately phasing out driving cars and phasing in self-driving cars, which the technology currently is not really equipped to produce and mass on a nationwide level, but very much looks like this is a first step towards that. As someone who is a lifelong car enthusiast myself who very much enjoys the, the art of driving, I have a very simple message to the National Transportation Safety Board, which is you guys can go to hell with this one. UMass Boston drops faculty DEI requirements. In June, FIRE, that's the Free Speech on Campus group, they learned that UMass Boston was requiring some faculty applicants to submit statements reflecting their quote-unquote experience and commitment to DEI principles. So this is a fantastic development. This is deep in the heart of Blue America. This is a public university in Boston, Massachusetts, right in Elizabeth Warren's own backyard, the backyard of Harvard University. Many of, of, of the leading liberal institutions and leading individual liberals in America. So if they, if they are backing off of requiring that faculty bend the knee and kowtow to the DEI agenda, the, the diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda that ends up being not so thinly veiled racism against white Americans, Asian Americans, Christians, Jews, Mormons, and so forth. If, if even UMass Boston, in, in, in the heart, in the heart of the leftist blue state Leviathan, if they are backing off this, it's just another reminder that we are actually winning on this issue. Conservatives have been winning on the DEI issue. They have been winning on the ESG issue. These are winning issues right now for conservatives. And the proper lesson to take from this is not to take our feet off of the gas pedal. If you are in a red state where you have strong Republican majorities in your state legislature, if you have a Republican governor, the move is very simple. Just ban the damn thing. Just ban it. That's what we've done in Florida. 
That's what they're doing in Texas. That's what they just did in Iowa when it comes to public universities. That is the very simple model. But for now, credit to UMass Boston. Very, very encouraging sign. A genuine white pill there. House votes to axe woke small business lending rules. So the rule in question here requires covered financial institutions to collect and report certain personal information to the Consumer Financial Protection Board on small small businesses that apply for credit. But the key part of the story is that among the information they want to collect are data on race, ethnicity, and gender, of course, of the small business owner and whether the business is owned by minorities, women, or LGBT people. Good for the House. Again, this is the sort of crass, woke culture war issue that the American people intuitively do not like. We are winning on these issues, people. We really are winning on these issues. There is no reason whatsoever. I mean, not only is there no reason whatsoever why any kind of government institution should care about things like this, should make lending decisions on information like this, not only should the government not care, it's un-American to purport to care. To take this into consideration is literally the antithesis of all that this country was founded for when it comes to the Declaration, when it comes to the Reconstruction Amendments, the 13th through the 15th Amendments, when it comes to the Civil Rights Act, when it comes to the colorblind nature of our Constitution, something that I just spoke about in a Feral Society talk in St. Louis just a few weeks ago, when it comes to the colorblind nature of the American rule of law, this stuff is toxic. So good for Speaker Johnson and the House on this one. Disney woke agenda hurting bottom line. A recent company filing with the SEC included a reference to, quote, risks relating to misalignment with public and consumer tastes. That's juicy. They continued, quote, consumers' perceptions of our position on matters of public interest, including our efforts to achieve certain of our environmental and social goals, often differ widely and present risks to our reputation and brands. That's from Disney's SEC filing. Recall also, is it back in late September when the former and again current CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, told investors that Disney will, quote, quiet the noise when it comes to the culture war. Well, Disney's latest box office film has been a total bomb. They have not come even remotely close to recuperating the costs that went into producing that film. So, yeah, I I mean, credit for some sense of of self-awareness here. But the way they phrase this is just so funny to me. I mean, this is so cleverly, savvily crafted. It's classic lawyer language. Quote, risks relating to misalignment with public and consumer taste. Dude, stop hiding the ball and just say what is on all of our minds, which is that you commies have gone totally woke and the American people ain't having it. You have totally alienated at least half of your customer base. You know, back in the day, Disney was as American as apple pie and maybe cheating a little bit on your income tax returns. Disney was an iconic American company. It was not a political issue that divided the left and the right here. Disney has gone woke and increasingly they are going broke. My only message would be keep the pain coming until they fully, fully reverse course. Finally, some breaking news on Friday. Congressman George Santos expelled from Congress. So this is a bipartisan vote. I mean, not a ton of Republicans joined, but Certainly some did. Look, uh, what does there to say about George Santos? I mean, the guy is, he's obviously a con artist. He, he is clearly 
not a particularly good person to put him mildly. If I were a betting man, I would place a wager that he ends up in a jail cell at some point. Now, I, I had been skeptical of this effort to expel George Santos from Congress for the very admittedly somewhat cynical reason that I don't see a, a compelling need necessarily for House Republicans to police their own caucus to this extent. But it's really hard to pity George Santos too much. He is not at all a remotely sympathetic character. And like I said, I, I suspect that you will most likely see him in a jail cell at some point in the not so distant future. This is The Josh Hammer Show.